everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. Tis Monday, as I say on the pre-show all the time. Um, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about today. I'm just going right to it. We're going to go right to it, Frank. Right to it. Cool. I heard that we have a little bit, of, a little bit of serious, a little bit of fun today. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we do. Um, there was a riot in New York City on Friday. Do you remember? Uh, you know, I saw something about that after Friday night. I was at the uh, the Metallica concert, so I, I actually I was there all day. So, oh, but I will tell you one thing: I didn't see the riot, but it's the first time I've been on the Cross Bronx Expressway in a while. <laughs> I haven't really, I, I really haven't gone. I really haven't had to go anywhere too far out and whatever. So we hit uh, like a 40-minute strip of really, really slow-moving traffic. Let me tell you, Tracy, the migrants oh. that are, they are in the middle of the expressway peddling apples, yes. oranges, yes. and lemons. Yes, and and gyro, like uh, those... Um... Those uh, funnel cake Sandwiches. things and yeah, all kinds of all kinds. They, of stuff. they are in the middle of the highway. They are walking on the on the on the dotted lines on the cross. No lines. matter whether it's slow or whether it's going anywhere between twenty and forty miles an hour, migrants selling fruit all over the highways because <laughs> they're desperate for for pennies. You, they'll knock on your windows. They'll stand there until you open them. I, that's what happened to us when we were driving to New York last time. It was pretty crazy in Queens. It was happening though. They were all, and they have their kids. A lot of them, or some kids it, that might not be. Just, I don't know if they're theirs. Just nuts. It was nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, well, oh, what was there was a riot. Yeah, but we'll get to that at the uh, in the second half. Yeah. Otherwise, so Anthony Blinken tweets uh, tweets out over the weekend. The United States strongly condemns Russia's conviction of opposition leader Alexei Navalny on politically motivated charges. The Kremlin cannot silence the truth. Navalny should be released. Like, tell me you're tone deaf without telling me you're tone deaf. Like, that's literally what they're doing here. Where's where's the UN coming in to nation build for us? Who's coming in? Where's the UN to come and help us? I, I, I don't know. I just I, I wish I, I wish the job would get finished out there. I don't know why why it's getting dragged out so long. I have no clue why it's getting dragged out. I, I wish I knew what the ultimate goal was. I mean, obviously, I don't think that NATO could beat Russia no matter what. Uh, that's an objective analysis. I just don't think that's it's possible. Um, but I I also think the most the the worst part about this war has been our gaslighting about the odds because no matter what's going on we're talking about hundreds of thousands of lives lost in in ukraine it's just weren't they off at the beach and and partying this weekend there were all kinds of videos coming very it's it's been like that the entire war so whereas we know that there has just been bloodshed beyond belief just miles away it's untouched metropolis life people and clubbing and and weird it the whole the whole thing has been weird but it also just goes to show that the the, the surgical precision of uh of the uh the the russians you know, they, they, all that could have been flattened if, they re- if it really was about just conquering and taking land it's obviously not but again we're, i mean we're coming it, soon we'll be coming up on two years the goal, Frank, is to cover up all of the crap and corruption that the world 
uh, the, the corrupt world leaders are using Ukraine for. That's the goal. They're funneling billions of dollars through Ukraine. Everything that it's the devil's playground. I keep saying everything that they do goes through Ukraine. Everything. So they don't want to lose that. That's what they're covering up. The labs, everything. So, but then, but that, then, then of course that lends at the uh, lends some kind of credence to the idea that Russia is is a uh, is a behind the scenes partner player in a in a big world kabuki theater production because why are you allowing this to this charade to go on when you can just crush it? That's that's why I I understand leverage. Black I understand why people are all over the place. All we can do is speculate because obviously we never get a straight answer. But I understand why people uh, are all over the place with their theories. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're never told the truth, all you have is theories and whatever yeah. makes you feel better inside. So, um, so over the weekend, the Department of Justice filed a motion for a protective order in the D.C. January 6th Trump case, wanting to bar Donald Trump from speaking about or using certain evidence in the public sphere. Um, and it was, a lot of it was based on, well, they mentioned in here I, a tweet that Trump had made over the weekend. If you go after me, I'm coming after you. Now, he had been instructed not to say anything or threaten anybody or make any statements that be, could be construed as threatening or whatever. And then he puts that out. If I were Donald Trump's attorneys, I would be frustrated, but there is no caging this man. He's going to say whatever he wants, and it doesn't matter what he's being threatened with. I am, again, not... A, I, I just feel like he's just handing them ammunition to do this crap, especially in a court where you want to be able to get the stuff out in front of people that's not, you know, protected or whatever or classified or... You want, as a PR campaign, to be able to get the stuff out to people. And if you are preemptively saying things like this before you get the ability to do that, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. So while it may be true that he's going to come after people that go after him, and we have no reason to believe it's not in his personal life based off of what's happened before, government was a whole different story, then... Just wait until after all this stuff is settled and then say it. <laughs> Just So they want a protective order to bar him from being able to talk about information in discovery unless it's um, already public or something that you could get without needing the government to provide it to you. When would this be settled, as you said? Well, the government is going to make its decision. I mean, the judge will make its decision this week the court's decision this week. So what the court said was, okay, government, thank you for your protective order. Can you please, uh, Donald Trump's attorneys, respond to this? And, well, before that happened, Donald Trump's attorneys responded and said, no, we'd like until the 10th, please, to be able to do this. They just threw this at us on Friday, late on Friday, asking for a meet and confer to talk about it at 6 p.m. on a Friday evening, which is not normal give us a couple more days. And the judge said, no, I'm not giving you a couple more days. Your response is due Monday by 5 p.m. Um, I believe it was 5 p.m. And w if you have a problem with what the government is suggesting, redline what you don't like and put in what you want and give it to me so that we can then come to a decision. And the world kind of blew up because they're like, I can't believe she's forcing them to do this in such a rapid turnaround. Um, 
it's just it's just not fair. So Trump attorney John Lauro went on the Sunday shows and basically all over the media this weekend talking about this stuff. He's with your favorite, one of your favorites anyway, Dana Bash on CNN, Frank. Yeah, <laughs> isn't, that's a, isn't she one of your she, favorites? She's becoming more and more skeletal. She assumes she's going to look like the other one. What's the other one's name? Andrea Mitchell. She's she's going into skeleton land. But Dana Bash, she just has those those um, MK Ultra eyes, those big moon deer eyes, deer in headlights. She's she's such an automaton. We're looking at her Not right now, anymore. actually, on screen. There she is. Look, look, the trance eyes. There she is, trance eyes and all. This is a shorter clip we're going to play right now. Alternate electors are used in every four-year cycles, okay? The Senate parliamentarian acknowledged to Vice President Pence that they always receive protest alternate electors. None of those electors uh, were, were counted. Vice President Pence was completely aware of the of the nature of the They of weren't the protest, counted because Mike Pence rejected the, right the scheme. That's why they weren't Absolutely, counted. Absolutely, and that's how, that's how the... Of course, and that's how the political process works. But there was no defrauding. No, there was no uh, trickery. There no, was it no doesn't. I just said so. Like, what she just basically argued is, is the whole case. It never happened. The process worked. <laughs> he didn't do it. Like, and she's like, <laughs> no, that's not, it never happens. Again, the whole video of the people. I don't know in 2016, Frank, if they actually sent the electors to the House of Representatives or not, but they sure as hell begged and pleaded with everybody to do it. Why isn't, why aren't they all arrested in jail right now? I just wish, you know, everybody talks, I, again, the biggest thing that people talk about, um, censorship, disinformation, misinformation, the newer one, the new of the twin sisters, malinformation, mm. and Anytime you pull up a clip from any of these networks, it's really just their planted host who acts as, depending on whether or not the guest is a friend or some kind of an adversary, they act as a, a, a debater. They ask that, and then, and then they scoff and they laugh, and there's nothing about actual news procurement or anything like that. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a pathetically hand um exchange there and she's on defense she's there to for a task well why why on earth is it allowed you know for for everybody's hemming and hawing about dis and misinformation and um you know not being forthright why is it allowed for cnn and all these other every other network out there to operate under the guise that they are delivering news they should have to carry on the on their Chiron on the lower third that they are affiliated with the Democrat Party, they should have they should have to publicly. If we have to get everything that is inside of a Snickers bar on a nutrition label, then we should know all the people that they carry water for that they're affiliated with. They um, are in bed. You know with, what? Well, I, I know what will end up happening. All of the media will have that on their Chiron, including Fox News and everyone. Absolutely, else. <laughs> and that's and that's. That and then it's fair game. Then you can do whatever you want. And for most of us, well, for a lot of us, we know. But for there are still tens of millions of people uh, who who are duped by this, which is why they're still effective in scrambling people's brains. I I just wish that they had. I just wish they had to wear it around their neck in some way, 
so that when she talks to him, she knows that people are looking at her as a paid, you know, a, a sidewalk clown that's trying to get people to come inside the cafe, spinning oh, spinning the sign around. Like how they play the Pfizer commercials. Brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah. Brought to you like by that. the DNC. Yeah. Like Absolutely. that. We've got another one. I, I had this time stamped. I, I hope it's in the beginning. Here, th something happened. Here we go. Good morning. Three more days to consider the special counsel's proposed rules for how to handle evidence. The proposed protective order that would let Trump use some sensitive information, but not take that information with him. Will you agree to that? Well, first of all, this protective order that's being suggested by the Biden administration is an effort to keep from the press important non-sensitive information that the Biden administration has that may speak to this the isn't by the Biden administration. This is by the President special Trump. independent counsel. And, and no, no, here for this reason, no. The independent counsel, it's not independent, it's special counsel, has to get the approval of Merrick Garland in order to go forward. Joe Biden said in November 2022 that he wanted to see President Trump prosecuted and taken out of this okay, race. There's so it no, is the Biden I'm just going to stop you because no there's no evidence but the that bottom line is, Joe no, no, Biden I'm, is involved in this. You, and you, you right, know, I don't know why we haven't adopted just the saying there's no evidence. There's just no evidence. It's been debunked. It's debunked. They go on but for another there's, minute. There's no evidence outside of the uh, outside of the video of the person saying it. Right. And we're going to go through a timeline that that um, Mike Davis put together in a second. But it's a special counsel. Let's just well, stick to the, the question. Do you believe that yeah, this is so something that you agree is, to? The point is that the point is that we will not agree to keeping information that's not that's not sensitive from the press the press and the american people in a campaign season have a right to know what the evidence is in this case provided that this evidence is not protected otherwise so we're going to oppose it as we have but for whatever reason these lawyers on the prosecution team want to keep that from the press well, well, the press are the press are going to hate a protective order they're going to hate it because nobody's going to be able to talk about anything going on outside of the little leaks that they get. But just so everyone knows, on April 2nd, Biden aides selectively leaked to the New York Times that Biden was frustrated with Garland for not indicting Trump. On April 11th, 2022, Jonathan Sue, Deputy White House Counsel to President Biden, relayed to the National Archives that Biden waived Trump's claim of executive privilege, leading to the unprecedented raid on Mar-a-Lago. On November 9th, 2022, Biden said... Well, we just have to demonstrate that he will not take Bauer by if he does run. I'm making sure he, under legitimate efforts of our Constitution, does not become the next president again. On November 18th, 2022, Garland appointed disgraced former federal prosecutor Jack Smith, who was unanimously reversed and rebuked by the Supreme Court for his political prosecution of a likely 2016 Republican presidential contender to pursue the efforts. Garland personally approved both of Jack Smith's unprecedented indictments of Trump for the non-crimes of a former president having his presidential records, which is allowed, and a presidential candidate objecting to the presidential election, which is allowed by the Electoral Count Act of 1887 and the First Amendment. So to say that this isn't a Biden-focused prosecution is ridiculous. And then you've got this clown... Who said he will well, test? Well, wait, wait a second. How could it be? How can they have it both ways again? 
I mean, he there is a this focusing on Donald Trump through the DOJ under the so-called Biden administration, and first impeachment was was brought about because of just some poking and prodding into Ukraine by Trump administration factions of the Trump administration uh, DOJ. And they said that that was because it was an indirect attack on a primary primary uh, election opponent the following year. No, no, that that would be real world rules. We're not in the real world, Frank. I'm just saying that the, the buffer, the the reaching, the twisting and the uh, the things you have to do, the mental gymnastics to make that make sense is just it it's just incredible and this is just a direct link it is i mean we'll put the thing in january 6th that's it it's january 6th that created the urgency it's all no need for decorum listen listen i never liked this dude so i want to ask you about characterizations that have been made by those who speak on behalf of the president's legal team they've said this week that all they asked of you that is to say the president was to delay the proceedings to allow states to conduct an audit. Is that a truthful representation of what you were asked to do, Mr. Vice President? Major, that's not what happened. From sometime in the middle of December, uh, the president began to uh, be told that I had some authority to reject or return votes back to the states. I had no such authority. I stand by the facts as they occurred. I mean, it. It ebbed and flowed between uh, different legal theories, but at the end of the day, I, I know we did our duty. I know we kept our oath. But 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 the problem is he didn't refute any of that. He just said that's not what happened, and then went on to say that that's what happened. They're using this guy. I mean, I'm I'm going to tell you right now. Remember, his chief of staff was working for the FBI through his wife. The uh, who Pence in the beginning of the Trump administration, the his chief of st- yeah his chief of staff was working was married to somebody who was on Strzok's team, and Strzok had her trying to ferret information through that guy. It came out in text messages. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Then again, 2016 might as well be 1985 feels like it this is um john lauro on face the nation with major garrett <laughs> piece of evidence in this case hidden from the american public john before i let you go do you remember what you were doing the early morning of november 9th 2016 i have no idea well i remember what i was doing i was covering president-elect trump announcing that he had won the presidency about 3 a.m that morning after the November 8th election. My question to you, John, is how did he know he won? Well, politicians um, are convinced in the righteousness of their cause, including President Trump, and he certainly believed that he won. But on what basis did he know he he won? But on what basis did he know he won? Can I finish? Can I finish? Sure. Can I finish? And he believed in 2020 that he won based on the fact that he had 10 million more votes than in 2016. He had uh, a situation where somehow 
President Biden, or at that time, candidate Biden, received 15 million more votes than Hillary Clinton. And he also understood in 2020 that President, that President Trump understood that he had won all, virtually all of the bellwether counties right. and 84 percent of all the counties in the country. John, let me, so on let that me, basis, let me he help believed you with this. that he was successful. John, let, let me help, help you with you. this. I wasn't asking. Let me, let me no, help let you with this. I already had an answer in mind. Don't you understand? This, this is the media. We don't ask questions. We confront people on behalf of our bosses. It's, it's so true. It couldn't have been said any better. This is all it is, is adversarial mocking. Because I wasn't asking about 2020, John. Because John, I wasn't asking no, about no, no, 2020. No, no. The, the, I was asking about 2016. Right. Because the still being... He was asking about 2016? Yeah, he said, how did Trump know in 2016 that he won? Remember, he didn't announce that he won and come out and can, and take victory until like 3.30 in the morning. And I remember because I was running around the house with pots and pans like it was New Year's Eve when it happened. He's saying, how I did thought he... it was more on midnight. No. No. We had to wait until almost four in the morning and I didn't go to bed at all that night. And then I went into work the next day with no sleep. And basically, he's he's wanting to know, well, how did he know he won in 2016? Because he had more votes. That's how he knew he won. So he's trying to make the case that, listen, he, he basically owned himself. At that time on election night, he also had been winning until all of a sudden he wasn't. Being counted winning in, in big ways. I mean, yeah. 16. The votes were still right. being counted in 2016. Right. There'd been no recounts. How did he know right. in 2016 right. that he had won? Stupid. Oh my God. All, all those hours in the late night on election night 2016 was really just about i mean th that was really just hillary clinton and robbie mook and and john podesta and everybody else running around like chickens with their heads cut off trying to pull every string that they probably had and delaying the i mean that that was they didn't have all the the freaking mail-in votes either so I, I... seriously now, you, you want to talk about delays and you want to talk about people trying to figure out whether or not the world is actually crashing down. That that was all of them, uh, you know, number crunching and trying to deal with deal with what has just happened. And it only got worse for them in 2020. because it's Well, as, they didn't uh, know what they needed to backfill because they didn't have the mail-in votes to be able to do it. Yep. Plain and simple. Like, that's what happened. Here we... Yeah. On what well, basis? The, the, the issue... The issue... Let me just tell you something. The issue in this criminal case is not what happened in 2016 and whether all candidates say they won. The issue now is in 2020 whether or not the Justice Department can weaponize criminal law to go after a political opponent and prevent that opponent from running for office. That's the issue, not what happened in 2016. John Laurel. But the, that issue has already been so-called uh, litigated in 2019 and early 20. This is exactly what they accused Donald Trump of doing for much less than the direct assault that is happening right now from Merrick Garland and uh, the uh, the Joe Biden puppet. So, again, I just bring that up. Do you guys remember that you were pushing impeachment over over just inquiries into ongoing already ongoing investigations? Things that there was far more. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember? Do you remember? Um, actually, I wonder if I can find it. Hold on. I got to see if I can Fair find it. Fair? Do you think? Um, it was the, the Carpe Donctum video of Trump 
winning on 2016 with the music behind it. Do you remember that one? Yeah. I like that video. Oh, I wish There's I a lot of versions of that one. Yeah, I know. I wish I could find it. I don't think I'm going to be able to find it on the fly, though. But it was it was beautiful. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's what's going on. And then, you know, I, I want to caution about something. And I know I'm probably going to take a lot of crap. There was this interview with this woman, Dr. Jan Halper Hayes, over the weekend. It was like seven or eight minutes long. I think it was over the weekend. It might have been Thursday or Friday. And she, she says a lot of things in this interview that are just, I mean, I could go, th- they're just not. Anyway, he truthed this interview over the weekend and said um, everyone has to watch her interview on election fraud with the poor sap who got taken apart by her. Thank you, Don Jr., for putting this masterpiece out for the public to see. I want to caution everyone by by jumping to this 5D chess thing because everybody's saying, oh, see, he's really in control. He has this big plan and he's going to win. And blah. I want everybody to, to temper their expectations of that strongly it feels good to think that he's going in there and he's just gonna win and he's got this big plan and it's all gonna work out and everything's gonna be fine but I'm telling you he's gonna go into that courtroom in DC with a biased jury and I'm 99% sure he'll be convicted like don't set yourself up to think this is gonna be some magical swooping in of some you know good guy to just temper your expectations of that please because I Nothing about what's going on demonstrates that that's what's going to be true at all. I don't, I'm not saying it's right that he'll be convicted. I'm just saying that's likely what's going to happen. This judge, unless they get change of venue, which probably won't happen. She's designed every change of venue motion in front of her forever. I just don't see it. Now, okay. I, I just so want... What's, I'm so not, what's... what's- I'm not saying that people can't entertain theories. Obviously, everyone has the right to do whatever they want. I'm just saying some of the theories that are being floated around out there about what Donald Trump is going to be able to do in this case and how he's going to be able to get information and how he's going to prove that 2020 was stolen and all of that. It's just going to a place where it doesn't make logical sense, given what we already know. So if you you know, it's easy, like people get very they feel good when they think that there's something else going on that's not actually what they see because it gives them some hope. But in this case, it is going to be much more powerful if we stay grounded in what we actually see and the data that we have and the the information we have. Even if he retruths an interview that, that makes it seem like he is on board with what she's saying. I'll put the whole interview in the links below so people can watch it for themselves. But... Sounds good. That's all. Um, And already people are like, yeah, ignore that Trump knows what he's doing. Like, that's not what I'm saying, guys. Please, let's be adults. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm just saying, use your brains and look at everything logically. You can believe whatever you want. If you want to believe there's some white knight coming in to save everything and is going to reverse this. Well, I trust that that Donald Trump has the the best legal representation and uh, and he has the funds and he has a a great leg up and he definitely has the undeniable support of the the largest voting bloc in the country that actually exists in in the flesh. No doubt about it. But, you know, um, as you said, there are certain domains that are completely just locked up by the adversary. And 
obviously you go in there, you do your best inside of a courtroom. But if if you're dealing with a toxic jury and uh, judge. jurors that jurors and judges that are willing to lie and hide their biases to be able to be a, a you know, the, the, the one who swings the axe on on behalf of their their cult, then you have to just do your best and think about what plan B and C may be after you get some sort of a conviction. I, I, 100%. You know, Trey, you know what? A after the election 2020, I can't tell you. I mean, I was analyzing all of the the different um, the different plays that there were to actually have some justice delivered on behalf of what we know I, was the real result. I did that with Mueller in the beginning, for goodness sakes. A hundred percent. I could but, not wrap my mind around the fact that a special counsel would be investigating something as ridiculous as what Mueller was investigating. So he must then, by default, be doing something we don't know that he's doing and going after the, the, the real bad guys. I was completely wrong. And that's happened before to people. Well, like, everybody, well, a lot of people were. And, and, and there's been many more instances after Mueller like that yep and even like i said with 2020 by late december by mid to late december i'm looking at this and we saw that the texas lawsuit which should have been taken up by the supreme court was ignored uh we're seeing that all of these tens of thousands of sworn affidavits and all of these stories popping up people going to court all over the place they're not getting a court date they're getting thrown out uh and so they're not nothing's happening and time is just being wasted and i I, I had to say, you know what, guys? We have to prepare ourselves for the possibility that we are going to be made to live through at least four years of this. Joe Biden, that we're going to be made to take that medicine. And I, I had a lot of people call me negative and how, you know, you know, I'm not going to watch anymore. I know. Like, I, I know. I know. Now what? Am I, am I negative anymore? <laughs> no, or, I mean, or, we're or here. Did, did my, did my, did my, you know, speaking that out loud, make it so. It's just gotta just. We have to be realistic. Be that's all. Just be realistic. There's a lot of people that are uh, will be and and people will capitalize on you wanting. You know, you, that's what you want to hear. Everybody would want to hear that. I would want to hear it. That this is all big one one big operation to actually expose all the bad stuff. Like that's great. It makes everybody feel like there's something actually really happening. That's on the good side of the pendulum for once, but it's... You never know what tomorrow brings, but that particular situation, any of us going into, I mean, it, then again, we've had plenty of examples of any of us being in those courtrooms in, in Washington, D.C. Because remember so much of the January 6th trials that we have seen so far with all of the everyday Americans getting sentenced, we can see how they were prerequisites, prerequisites for what they were going to try to get the big fish with. So um, we, we, we've, we've had plenty of time to take this in. Yeah, just that's all I'm saying is real realism. Just be realistic about things. It's the best case for us because then we can prepare for what we have to do, whatever that plan is. I have no idea what plan B and plan C are right now. So... Let's let's shift to some pos like positive, funny, kind of upbeat stuff. How about it? Sean Farish, a friend of the show, Sean Farish, did a great clip of what Al did you hear what Al Sharpton said last week about Thomas Jefferson? 
Yes. Okay. Sean really hit this out of the park. It's hysterical. I feel like I could be sitting having coffee with him or a drink or whatever. Al Sharpton saying one of the dumbest things on national television on MSNBC. One day our children's children will read American history. And can you imagine our reading that James Madison or Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government so they could stay in power? That's what we're looking at. We're looking at. Yeah, that's what we're looking at. Thomas Jefferson wrote this behind me, the Declaration of Independence and in the Declaration of Independence. And I quote from Thomas Jefferson, who Al Sharpton, could you imagine if he tried to overthrow the government? Quote, but when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, the right of the people, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Al Sharpton, could you imagine if Thomas Jefferson tried to do that? He wrote a freaking essay about doing that. An essay that when these men signed it, they knew that if King George's forces had ever brought them into custody, they would be hanged publicly. Could you imagine if Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government? What the F is this? Al Sharpton, what is that? Is that the Declaration of Independence? The same Declaration of Independence that says it is the right of the people, the duty of the people to throw off such government if they find themselves under absolute despotism? Are you trying to tell me that this was a love letter to King George? Is Al Sharpton an idiot? Yes. Rhetorical question. He is. You gotta be kidding me. I saw this going around Twitter yesterday and I went, there's no way. There's no way. Oh yeah, there is. Could you imagine if Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government? <laughs> oh dear. I can't. How could you be that stupid? He's that stupid? He is. He's that stupid. Well, I mean, it, it, people should really go and also take up and uh, analyze the uh, the um, the Tree of Liberty comments oh, and, yeah. uh, that, that uh, Thomas Jefferson wrote. Uh, or even just the, um, the God forbid we should ever be 20 years without such a rebellion. And what does that mean? Uh, especially as it pertains to people remaining um, ever vigilant over what's going on in government and not becoming uh, not becoming apathetic and allowing allowing the I don't know I the experts to steer the ship. Obviously, these people are not experts. They're actually old, doddering, burnt out drug addicts. Every last one of them. I hate everybody. I hate everybody, and in, in, in that I see on television every day. But uh, yeah, that, it's all over the place. But you know, it's listen. Uh, it, it's good for a. Uh, How does nobody of, sit there and push back on him when he says that? For the same reason why Dana Bash is only programmed to do one thing, they will also allow their friends to go unimpeded by correction, especially if he's a, if he's an old black civil rights leader. They're not going to correct <laughs> him on history and white-splain in front of whatever uh, whatever 10 people are still watching. So it, they're, they're going to let some things go. They're going to push back on other things, and it's good for a... It's good for a couple of really timely patriotic rants and uh, brushing up on some history, but it's it's Al Sharpton. He's been his circuitry has been fried for a very very long. He's not sharp anymore. If he ever was, Al Sharpton isn't sharp. Al Dalton, yeah, not, we'll call. 
Not so sharp then. Dad jokes for the win on a Monday. Okay, there was a riot in New York City on Friday. This Twitch streamer here with millions and millions and millions of followers, this is the stream actually. Now, first of all, if you're not watching this, if, if you're listening later, he's in a what looks like a basement. I don't know if it's a green screen background or not, but I don't know what is going on on the carpet behind him. But it looks like a murder scene has taken place in this in this basement. It It's weird. We're going to play a little bit of this just so you get a flavor for the gentleman giving away a single PS3. Or was it a PS? I don't know. PS3? No, PS5. Yes. That's two PS's ago. Yeah, PS5. It was a PS5. My bad. I'm an Xbox girl, okay? I don't know. A PS- I have a PS5. Uh, I have a PS5 in a box for like five months now. I've been waiting to install it. It's $3.99. You can buy it at the store for $400. Okay? Here we go. Here he is. Let me go ahead and get straight to a point, okay? Big announcement real quick. Y'all know the last time I've been to New York was January, chat. We finally return to New York tomorrow, chat. We finally, we finally return tomorrow, right? Buddy, girl, that's what the motherfucking five get. They appreciate it. Also, closing down on a place in New York so we can get more New York streams. Coming real soon. Also... This is it. This is basically what he does. He plays sound effects and screams at people and curses at them. I don't know what's entertaining, but hey. I hate I hate the hand rubbing. I hate the I hate everybody's oh gosh. I hate how people act when they know people are watching. Oh, it's it's just sick. The culture is just sick. They they all every single streamer has their own dialect how they speak they up talk it's very weird what's happened to people if you guys haven't seen i'm gonna plug him again because i love his channel so much go and look at leon lush he is hysterical he basically dissects all of these people for everybody and talks about he's great he's just great i love him anyway this was the riot here it is running through the streets to get one single PS5. Well, what, no, 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 it can't. It can't no, no, no. Be. He announced in whatever park it was, I forget which one, show up at this time and we're going to give away a PS5. And all of these people showed up, okay? And they decided that they were going to start beating the living daylights out of everyone around them and everything around them. And they, they rioted and then they ended up arresting the streamer for inciting a riot. We haven't seen his charges yet, but he was arrested. It went nuts. So that's just... That, that's Mr. Gibbs, if you refuse to leave, you will be arrested for unlawful assembly. This arrest is not enough. They need to be beaten with billy clubs. Well, beaten. then we Broken. had... Then we had this lovely scene here. Here we go. This dude is jumping on top of a car. Everyone's filming it. They're kicking the car. There was a pack and play inside the car. They, it's a, a mom's car. And and so they destroy this car in the middle of New York City on this day just because they went to get a PS5 from some loser on the internet. But it wouldn't be a good tweet unless somebody did something really funny underneath 
Josie, the redheaded libertarian, said, someone sink cotton-eyed Joe over this immediately. And L, some bitch I know on, on Twitter. Lauren. Yeah, Lauren. I don't know her first name. I love her, though. Yeah, she she's did, great. I, she, I've been waiting. I got I to get her on. I like her. Get her on the show. She's great. I love her. She's really, really funny. Um, This is what they did. This is what she did. Here we go. If it hadn't been forgotten, I'd go. I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? If it hadn't been forgotten, I'd go. I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Here we go. Come from Cotton Eye Joe. If we if don't, only he could have gone right through the roof and have his femoral artery cut. I had to laugh at this. There's just oh oh the the dub is awesome. The dub is awesome, but I'm just I'm just distracted by the everybody around watching. It's like I, I can't. It, this it's very few ways I can describe this. Not getting we, kicked off of everything. What we really need is more of this. This mom calls in this veteran. Her son's acting up. This is a this could be a whole show. The topic of this video could be a whole show, but I loved the way this was handled. If only there were more dads in the house to do stuff like this. What are you doing? Like she crazy? Cursing at her? Telling her what you won't do? You won't clean your room? You won't do what you want to do? And you talk to your mother like that? Like you tough? Do you think you tough, little man? Talk to me like you talk to your mother. Talk to me. You think you're tough, don't you? Bust up on me. Cuss me out. Tell me you ain't gonna do what I say to you. I dare you. I dare you. You ain't gonna do it to me? Why you do it to her? Why Where you talk to her from? disrespectfully? What? Where did he learn it from? Well, exactly. That That's why I'm saying this could be an entire show on the cultural rot that has taken over. Probably from that Twitch streamer. Hm. What? What? Little boy, answer me. Why do you talk to your mother disrespectfully? I don't know why I do it. You don't, don't know, know why. why you do it. Today, I'm going to help you find out why. And today it ends. Today it ends. Do you understand? Yes, sir. You will not call your mother out of her name ever again. It goes on for, you know, there's more to the clip, but. Boot camp. They need boot camp is what they need. Yeah, I guess we all do. There was a, a tweet over the weekend by Vivek Ramaswamy um, or about something he said that he wants to make it mandatory for people to take a civics test before being granted the right to vote. I am 100% against that for reasons that we don't have to get into right now. However, it's, a, it's much bigger than just requiring someone pass a test to be able to vote in this country. Find the rot that is causing the problem, government, and stop the rot. Don't, or, or just get involved with your local school board and require they teach civics in school again. Like, there are people out there that can't even find our country on a freaking map. There's a bigger problem than whether or not they, there's a bigger problem. A much bigger problem. It's not, and then I said, "Who's going to score the test? The same people that count the votes?" Yeah, and, and also, I mean, 
what do you do? What do you do? You you go at, at age 18 when you're able to vote, you show up to some cafeteria somewhere and you take a 20, 20 question test about what are the three branches of government and everybody's cheating off of each other's t- I mean, like, and, and what does that do? Then you have to take the test once, you can vote for the rest of your life. I mean, I, I understand. I understand we are sending detached, mostly dumb people, ignorant people into voting booths to uh, essentially vote themselves largesse, vote themselves money, vote themselves things in programs that are unsustainable that's just going to take us all down. We're we're not we're not voting to keep ourselves individually freer and ind- independent and less you know uh, you know less encumbered than uh, by the by the government or anything else. We're not doing that. So I I, I guess the only way that you can do it, me, I, I mean I've done many shows about restricting voting, uh, very controversial topic. But as far as civics tests go, what is it one and done? Uh, is it like you know the elderly taking a driving test every five years have to renew your license uh, what do you really get out of that if it's not an actual um refertilizing of of the soil of the culture and where you get that from it has to all be local has to you have to think some educational revolutions out there and who's in charge of those so kyle i think that's Sar- a great- kyle Sarafin doesn't think that women should vote anymore I think it's it's I, I don't know I mean I it's listen there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of women out there who know the time of day they know that they know the history they know the constitution like the back of their hand but it's I don't know if it's been a net positive I don't know because the people I don't know if it's been a net positive the people who pushed this who pushed the suffrage movement and the Nineteenth Amendment um, they understood what matriarchal feminine tendencies were they understood what that meant about a lot especially growing the nanny state especially when you when you through altruism through everything else they understood the the they understood that what drives men and women and they definitely used it to their their advantage and um and in the in the chat a one if you think that women should have their right to vote removed because it's I, not a net positive. I'm not going that far, but I'm not going that far at least yet. I'm just saying that I am not sure if it was a net positive. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm talking over the the, all the, the men, 100 years. All the men are saying one. Well, listen, look what's happened to look what's happened over the last 100 years. 100 some odd years. What's happened to the family? What's happened to the economy? What's happened to just the relationships between men and women? What's happened to the government? So that uh, has somehow some some bearing on how women vote. Well, they needed help. I mean, they they understood that if they're going to be able to bring about some sort of a some sort of a revolution without bloodshed they could just as easily recruit a much larger number of people to vote it into place. And um, are are you telling me that that uh, most progressivism is not driven, is not fueled by by women and feminism? And I mean, that was the that was the opening salvo there. And I know that Republicans were um, 
were again right there for the whole suffrage movement because part of that was uh, the the was driving that was a temperance movement trying to get trying to get um, the Volstead Act passed and banning alcohol sales and all that stuff. So I mean, it's it was all like I said, they've understood human nature for a long time and. They want always wanted to play the sexes against each other, and it really drove wedges in into um, a lot of households out there. You can say, "Oh well, no," because it doubles the vote of the man. Because usually a a, a husband and a wife will vote in the same way. Maybe at first, maybe not. I don't know. There's a lot to be said. Kyle goes a uh, a few steps farther than I would right now, but I'm still gathering all my evidence. I, I want to have a big show about it, actually. I have a clip here about more traditional gender roles. <laughs> I've said it before, Tracy, you should look into the anti-suffragette writings by women, the anti-suffragette women. I understand the principles behind it all. I get it. I just think but Do that... you? No, I do. I really do. Yes. Because it's it, it's enlightening. I understand one thing. how powerful women are as well. And, and not only that, don't. women were voting women were voting all over the country and then they were representatives and in government all over the country the 19th amendment on a federal i mean each state just had its own ability to regulate voting like it still does today what about trans women frank oh should they be able to vote what about unicorns (laughs) here this is a, a prank but it's funny as hell ready here we go Asking Republican dad if I can marry his daughter over a phone call like a real man. Because that's how it works. Here we go. Yeah, this is Dave. Hey, Dave, this is Dave. Uh, who? Yeah, this is Dave. Me and Macy, we've actually been dating. How do I not know you? Well, that's the thing, Dave. We just started dating about 14 days ago. What the fuck? We've been dating for two fucking weeks. Where'd you meet her at? Yeah, we actually met at the library. For a guy, I, I, I played dumb. I acted like I needed help studying. Well, sounds like you were fucking dumb. Me and Macy, we love each other. I was just giving you a call today, like a real man, to ask for your permission if I could marry your daughter. Are you fucking serious? I'm gonna fucking call her. Hello? Hello, Macy. Hey, Dad, how's Pennsylvania? Some little fucker just called me and said he has the same name as me. Tell me about this little prick. He's not a prick, first of all. Does he have a job? Does he have does he do yeah. anything? Yeah, he went to school. He's already graduated. He does marketing for the Democratic Party. What the hell? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Do you not remember your upbringing? It's marketing for the Democratic Party? They don't, the only marketing they do is making fun of the only guy that's ever done anything. Uh, Dave, I was waiting on that. You work for the Democrats? I think she might be pregnant, sir. What the fuck did you just tell me? Dad? Are you fucking kidding me with this pregnancy shit? We're gonna su- There are so many of these on his channel. They're all real and they're hysterical. He they're all real? They're all real. You can tell they're real because the people are DMing him who to call during his live stream. And then he calls them and brings those people in to prank them with him. It's hysterical. The pranks. I saw, I'll tell you. It's not, it's not fake. It's not fake. I promise you it's not. I, I, I watched all of, before I share this stuff on, on here, 
I'm watching all the other ones too. I was sending them to my friends all day. <laughs> it's it's real. It certainly is, and it's funny as hell. Um, this was sad. This made me sad, Frank. This will be the last thing we do today, I think. Unless I have one more thing that was funny. We're ending with sad? No, actually, we're going to go into the AI people, and then we'll end with Mitch McConnell. Okay. Okay. There is this movement going around. There are all these accounts on social media. There's a beautiful woman on your screen right now, Frank. But Where? she's on your on your screen. Hold on, I'm, I'm a couple seconds behind. Let me refresh. Oh yeah, she's not real. She's fake. She is an yeah. AI woman. As is this woman right here. This is an AI woman who is not real. As is that MFR is not real, okay? Here are two women that are absolutely not real. Hello, boobs. Yeah. They're not real women. They're no. fake. Okay. It's too, too perfect. Yes. So now like, yeah. there's this movement of people because all of these fake models are getting paid. The people creating them are getting paid millions of like ridiculous amounts of money to just put these weird AI generated videos and stuff up. Now, for example, this one right here. Look closely. Now, I happen to be trained in dental, so I can see this, but many people will not. This fake AI woman has no midline on her teeth. Yeah, she's like Cory Booker. She has no midline. This is a woman online. The comments on the side are absolutely ridiculous. You're so beautiful. Will you go out to dinner with me? Oh my, I really wish I could spend some time with you, AI model that I don't realize is AI Milia Sophia. I want you. Come be with me. These are the relationships of the future, Tracy. People are going to have, they're not even going to know that they're with, well, I don't know how, how it's going to happen when the movement starts, but it's going to be like, I read about this, how um, AI is, is really starting to, to bug out a lot of models. Now, obviously, when you go to Fashion Week in Paris or New York or something, you need somebody to walk down the catwalk and um, and 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 throw their hips around. But for the average the average designer out there that wants to be able to save some money and get their clothes uh, out into the public and market it, uh, a lot of them are going to go to AI, not actually pay live models. Now, this the photographers the photographers are going to miss groping people all day but th that's one of it the other thing is going to just be straight up porn ai is going to be 95 percent porn in the next five to seven years i wouldn't even go that far i'd give it months here months this person brian said something i just couldn't wrap my head around nobody wants real women because they're pigs ugly and behave like buffet patrons men are getting more than their money's worth buying fake shit than throwing real money at pig whores <laughs> so <laughs> I said <laughs> what a what a tweet tell me you've never made love to her oh, pig, no. horse. pig horse then I said <laughs> I said what's the over under on this dude being single and living with his parents because clearly <laughs> he's, not, he's not in a relationship and he said I actually I, you know what I may have to write pig whore down I'm gonna I'm gonna store that one. For, <laughs> I'm gonna whip it out on something. 
I actually own my own house, he says, without a mortgage. Thank you. The assumption you make comes from refusal to entertain the possibility that my statement represents an accurate depiction of reality that real women are, in fact, trash compared to fake or even sex robots. Come, come on. So then I come. said, tell me you've never made love to a real woman without telling me you've never made love to a real woman. I would like see these are the things. Now, A, this may not be an actual person. Oh, no, it is. Okay. Then B, I would love, these are the people I would love to take a fly on the wall glimpse into their lives. I really would. How miserable I, and sad do you have to be? It's, to it, be, it, it to, would probably he, be like Twilight Zone movie. He Weird. Re he really believed that. We're going to end with something funny. Screw Mitch McConnell getting destroyed on stage. It makes Can you imagine walking or going through like a, 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 a grocery store, being him, just walking through a grocery store, getting your shopping done looking How around angry and, and, and literally everybody around you is a pig whore <laughs> he's so mad but, yeah it's i know scary I know. he's so angry i feel so it weird. it's like ooh. this was this is it this is the end of the show today here we go <clears throat> hey everybody jason aldean be like don't rob people stop shooting people please stop stop stealing stuff Hey, wait a second. Hey. We're getting tired of hey. it, honestly. Please stop it. Hey, that is racist AF. Wait, wait, how is that racist? Hey, man, you know what you mean by that. No, I don't. What do you mean by that? Hey, shut up. Man, I'm not listening to this. You already know who it is. Quantavius Dingle Jr., the third. We rep in the city. We don't do small towns over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just robbed a lady at 7-Eleven. She tried to fight back. I sent her to heaven. I just like to steal. I'm a fox like Megan. I also do drugs and I and, and I steal some more and, and I take lives because I'm a selfish individual and I don't care about anybody else but myself. And if you got a problem with that, you're next. <laughs> he don't miss. Oh my God, this is heat. He don't miss. Lord. Essentially, that's that's what it comes to. That's what the that entire thing had come down to. And all I need is, yeah, I, I hadn't really followed along, but you get the point pretty quick. Antonius Dingle Jr. the third. Right. You have been listening to the Dark Delight podcast with Frankie Bell on the drums and a woman who still votes named Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. live streaming on Rumble, Getter, and on Twitter. I would usually recommend Frank's show right now, but I'm not feeling it today. Hey, you know, uh, tonight <laughs> I'm talking about best and worst concert experiences. So... Tracy, uh, Tracy, what what was your best and worst, real quick? And maybe you never. I don't really had a. I don't think I've ever had a bad experience. But what was your my worst concert, concert experience was seeing Smashing Pumpkins live because they suck. Live, terrible. Man so sound. Bad. Oh, man sounds like he's whining when he's. It's terrible. Wow. Um, my best. I've had a lot of bests. I can't come up with a good one off the top of my head. So. Okay. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Until then. I need the later. later.